0: <laughs> this is episode one of my podcast, Between Thoughts and Me, with me, Christian. Um, Yeah, that was awkward, but you know, I'm getting there. We're gonna get there. I'm gonna open up. <clears throat> anyway, so um, if you've been following my Instagram um, for a while now, maybe since like May, um, whoa. Well, doesn't make any sense. If you've been following me recently, you've been seeing that I've been posting little teasers, um, little photos, um, from something. And I've been tweeting or I've been like posting like, Oh, like, would you support me if blah, 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 I have a new page and blah, 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 like keeping it really like secret until, um, last week where I posted my first teaser. Um, thank you to everyone that liked and commented, um, for my podcast which you're watching or listening to right now. Um, Yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, here it is. This is my podcast. Um, I've been working on it since May. I've been thinking about what I'm going to name the podcast, what I'm going to be talking about, why I even want to start one. how did it all happen? Basically. Um, So I'm just going to explain it right now. So, It was just one day in May where um, I was just, I woke up and I was in such a good mood, you know, like, I don't know how to describe those days, but I just happened to wake up and I was like, damn, today's going to be a good day. Mind you, I had nothing planned. I I didn't know what the day was going to be like, but I just thought in my brain and in my heart (laughs) that it was going to be a good day. So I got up and I remember I took out my notebook and I was just like, jotting down stuff like i have like a 100 notebooks that i just like write my ideas in my thoughts my feelings anything um and so i just started writing like what can i do like i i feel very positive i feel really creative and i don't know i want to like i want to do something and honestly guys i don't know how i thought about um doing a fucking podcast but that's the idea that popped up and yeah, here we are. Months and months and months later. How many months is that? That's like five months. Sorry, I can't think right now. Me, July, August, September, November. Not me saying five months and it's fucking seven. That's terrible. Anyway. So yeah, seven months later, here we are. Um if you're watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, thank you so much. Um I honestly feel like this is something that I'm gonna put my all into in terms of like creativity and just like everything Um, because before that day in May where I just had an epiphany or whatever I was feeling pretty down and pretty negative and just honestly just bored because um, I don't know you know how it was like I didn't have a job and it was just like home every day and just doing the same thing, watching movies, reading books, on TikTok or Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, I'm glad that I'm finally getting out of this, that funk, I guess. And I'm now putting what I want to do in a creative outlet, which is podcasting and just talking my shit all day. Um, if that's not creative to you, um, fuck you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I feel like... Anyway... <laughs> so yes between thoughts and me how did i get a how did i get that name um well i've been thinking about telling a really fake and really cool story but i'm just gonna keep it a buck <laughs> i went on um like a band name generator that i previously went on because me and my friends were like fucking around and we were just like we shook him a band and we just like we low-key found like good names like kind of good names that could be a band obviously i'm not going to disclose that information because you never know might want to be a band like i don't know um so yeah i went back to that website and basically how that website goes you put in like what is it like adjectives and like other shit like you know your name maybe your favorite color your favorite number the month you were born in and then like they just create multiple um names and Between Thoughts and Me did not come up, but there were, like, two names that were, like, I both liked that had those words in it. And I kind of just broke up to make Between Thoughts and Me. Now, if you ask me what does that mean to me, I really can't tell you. I just like how it sounds. It kind of rolls off the tongue, like, Between Thoughts and Me. And especially when when I'm, like, Between Thoughts and Me with me, Christian. Like, it's funny. It's cute. And, yeah, I fuck with it. So, um, that's how I came up with that name and yeah (laughs) so um the day i'm recording this it's really funny because this is the first episode but i recorded the first episode maybe like what five times already the first two times were absolutely terrible um i think i was speaking way too fast i might be i might be speaking way too fast now but i promise you i'm trying i'm trying to like breathe and take it slow and Think about what I'm gonna say before I say it. Um, I was stuttering out the wazoo. I think I'm pretty much gonna I'm pretty much gonna stutter again, cause sadly it's in my nature. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. I did it again, again. I wasn't feeling it. It just felt not right. Like something was off. Like I don't know. I I felt like I was losing interest as I was speaking, and that's never a good thing. Cause if I'm feeling in if I'm losing interest, then 10 times out of 10, the people that are watching or listening are already clicked out. And I don't want that. Like I want people to, like, come to my podcast, like, when they're bored and want to listen to someone or, like, looking forward every week, which is going to be every Friday. <laughs> I forgot to say. Hopefully, I will be posting a podcast on the Anchor app and Spotify and on YouTube to watch every Friday. Um, I'm holding myself accountable for that. Uh, yeah. I don't wanna I hate talking about like me and like stuff that I wanna do and stuff like that because after a while I start feeling very like selfish and like chatty even though Christian, this is a podcast. What what the fuck? You're gonna have to talk. You're gonna have to talk about yourself. And yeah, I have to get over that. But um yeah. Um if you're new to me, like literally like never met me before, or never spoke to me, um my name's Christian um i'm 21 i'll be 22 in january uh i'm an aquarius (laughs) uh i'm a junior in college even though i am not in college right now like i am on a break um i haven't said this out loud before well i have to my two best friends but oh my god not me choking let me drink some water please throat was dry as fuck anyway this is a little announcement i guess but i am going back to college i, I think january like when the new semester comes I-, I forget i have to do i have to look it up and like do all that shit because um i initially took a break because like you know i was not feeling it but now i think i've taken a long enough break to really just breathe on my own and like de-stress and just you know and i really don't want to like uh, be gone for so long that I forget everything. Um, Cause I'm barely, I, I barely remember shit in the first place. So like, I gotta, gotta, gotta pick it back up. And it's like, I'm a junior. I, I could finish it. You know, I have, with certain things I have that complex where I have to finish things. And it comes in the most rarest times and I wish it wouldn't have come to college. Cause I honestly don't really want to go back, but I want to go back for the simple fact um, of finishing it. I want to graduate. I don't know like I think it'll be cool like to graduate college, and plus who- who knows along down the line, I might actually need my fashion marketing degree <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah, that's really um all you need to know about me, I guess so far, you'll find out more as we go on this podcast journey, but um, what else well, we're gonna okay. I'm I'm going to start talking about what I want to provide in this podcast, honestly. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot of talking about fashion because I have a passion for fashion. (laughs) No, I don't. For real. Like, I feel like people that say that actually do have a literal passion for fashion. Like, they are working in fashion. They are either creating clothes or, like, modeling or something. I'm literally just that bitch on Instagram that you see that repost, like, outfits when a a bitch looks good like you know what I mean like that's as much as I contribute as far as I know um I mean I might turn a look here and there but like is that my passion I don't know I was just quoting brats and I went too fucking far but um yeah a lot about fashion a lot about movies tv shows current events not not like we're not gonna get too fucking political like when I tell you current events I mean who's dating who who died who's wearing what who did what And we're going to get into that later today in this episode. So you wait, because we're going to get there. Um, But yeah, uh, you should know this about me right now. I'm not a political bitch. You would not hear me talking about, oh, Biden, this, Harris, this, climate change, this, global warming, that. Like, not that I don't care, because I definitely do. It's just that I believe that when you're confident in speaking about something, then you're going to speak about it. And personally, I'm not confident in that. Like, I don't have enough experience and confidence to talk about politics and i think i really should as a 21 year old in this climate like i should be on top of things politically but no shade i have no interest like <laughs> i really have no interest and i hate to sound like what a gen Z-er or whatever but honestly no i think i just sound like an idiot because i i know people in my generation that fully care about this shit like you know what i mean like it's just me but um Yes, um, besides that, um, I would really like, I would really hope that, you know, within the weeks of me posting every Friday, like I said, that, um, you know, I get some good engagement, you know, people ask me quite, sorry, there's like a roller fucking derby outside, I don't know what a roller derby is, I, I just said whatever came out of my mouth, but bitches are loud outside, and I'm sorry if you can hear that, but, um, Sorry, like just I still hear it. Like it's loud, it's ongoing. Anyway, I would really hope that um, I get some good feedback and some good interaction, and engagement with people. Like you know, put in the comments what you wanna, what you want me to talk about, um, what you don't like about my podcast, what you do like about my podcast. Like I don't care. Like I want to hear anything because I. Um, one thing about me, I hate hearing or take or like getting constructive criticism, but. Another thing about me is that I still yearn to, like, improve. So, like, even though I hate hearing it, I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to work on said thing that needs to be worked on. So, you know, all comments are good comments in a way because it's just going to help me build this podcast and make it more enjoyable for not only myself, but for the people that are listening or watching. (laughs) So I think that's enough about me in the podcast um again if you want to know more you can comment on my instagram on my personal instagram that's christian k-h-r-i-s-t-i-o-n <laughs> or my podcast page between thoughts and me on instagram me between me on twitter because between thoughts and me was fucking taken either it was taken or it was too long i think it was yeah i think it has to be too long because if it was taken i wouldn't have named it that because I did do my research and there is no Between Thoughts and Me. Um, I don't know what I'm saying as if it's such like a cool fucking name. Like, bitch, nobody wants that name. Anyway. So, yeah, that's enough about me. And if you have questions, comment on anything that I just said. <laughs> so, um, as of today, what is today's date? Um, November 10th. Yes, November 10th. <laughs> Um, I already know that like, okay like, obviously like Halloween passed and Thanksgiving is coming up, and I'm so excited because. Oh, well, I don't, I I don't, I don't know why I'm excited actually because, I usually hate Thanksgiving, like ever since I was a kid I just couldn't stand it. Like, okay, yes, eating food, being with family, but like, bro, Christmas, like I want Christmas now because Christmas is like, Christmas and Thanksgiving are almost the same holiday, but Christmas has that extra edge because of the gifts. Oh, thought I was going to burp. Because of the gifts. Like, and I hate to sound, like, you know, greedy and materialistic, but, like, I don't know. Not only do I like getting gifts, but I love to give gifts. Like, I love that feeling of, like, seeing someone's face light up when, you know, you know, they're they get what they want and vice versa. <laughs> so okay so everyone's gonna make a fucking noise today like at yeah, this time i might sound crazy because i don't even think you guys can hear it but like if y'all can i'm so sorry <laughs> but be annoyed with me so um yeah that's why i, I fuck with christmas i don't really fuck with thanksgiving that much except for this year i guess and i definitely fuck with halloween and that's what we're gonna talk about right now motherfucking halloween because it did pass and that's one of the main reasons why i wanted to make this over one because um i think i look a little better in my last um well in the last like six or seven fucking first episodes i recorded i was looking a fucking mess like i don't know and i think i look way better today and i feel better and i'm less nervous and i actually just feel like i'm having a conversation with someone on facetime and we're just chilling like it's just a vibe anyway (laughs) so halloween yes um i did go to a party i went to this uh like can i say annual i guess it's annual it will be annual i've only been to like i think i've been to like three um but my friend adrian shout out to adrian his birthday is like literally a few days before halloween so he throws a halloween slash uh birthday party every year and i have been lucky to go for Three years in a row now. I can't really remember the first year or what I dressed as, but I remember the second year, and it was, like, um, Y2K-themed. So I looked really good. And then this year, um, with a regular, like, Halloween, like, you know, dress what you're going to dress as for Halloween. And I went as Casey Becker. Sorry. I don't know if that's her last name. I might be lying, but I know her name is Casey from Scream, Drew Barrymore um yes if i cannot add a photo if you guys are watching but I'll, I'll add a photo if you guys are watching yeah and um yeah i had fun it was very last minute the costume because um initially i was just gonna be a maid and i wind up being a maid on halloween day with my two best friends we were all maids like different types of maids and um that was also fun i'll add pictures maybe because those pictures are funny as fuck but um yeah i didn't want to just be one thing and especially when my one of my other friends jasmine she you know she's going to be a maid with us but then she was also going to be nana from Nana manga or anime if you watched it um shout out to nana because fucking love that manga and i love her for doing that outfit because she looked so good um but yeah that's what i was for halloween and that was fun i got i drank a little bit too much um super drunk and you know when you get home like after a night of drinking and you lay down and you're like oh fuck that was a bad decision because like i'm laying down and now my bed is on the nitro at six flags like i'm traveling like you know what i mean and it's getting it it got scary um somehow though while on the ride um i decided to go on my laptop and watch fucking dune don't ask me how, like, I had the energy. I didn't even finish it. I still didn't even finish it. Damn it. I need to, like, <laughs> I need to, like, get my shit together. Because I'm, like, an hour and, in, in, like, 30 minutes in. And still no Zendaya. Like, I'm kidding. Like, I've seen her once or twice. In, like, a dream sequence. Because this nigga's dreaming about her. Anyway, let me not spoil. Sorry. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That was, that was a night you know woke up with no hangover um i've only had one hangover in my life that's pretty impressive but anyway i'm going on a tangent when i'm supposed to be talking about halloween i love halloween um it's my second favorite holiday besides my birthday and it just feels great like once october hits i always tell my family and friends this like scary and spooky things can happen and it is like it's allowed because it's the month of october like i don't care like the lights go out it's fine it's october right like there's like, like there's someone broke into our house it's fine we'll fight him off why because it's october don't call the cops we can handle it i will be the final girl like it's october like you know what i mean but once november 1st happened and, there's some, and something spooky happens whoa like now you know now you're doing too much now I'm i'm fucking terrified um yeah like it's just such a good time i feel the same way when it's christmas like everything is jolly everything is happy my mood changes but yeah here i go talking about christmas again like hold on it's fucking november sadly um so yeah speaking of halloween i just want to talk about some of my favorite halloween movies um some underrated movies honestly i'm going to talk about my favorite movies but i really want to get into underrated movies low-key my favorite movies are underrated so it's kind of like the same thing but let's just get into it okay first first up is scream obviously i love the scream franchise i think all four movies are fucking great a whole like is that unpopular opinion is that a hot take i don't give a fuck because those movies are good like i like how the first one is like scary and it lets you like you know it's basically telling you what this franchise is going to be about and i love how two through four is just like it's scary but a part of it is camp and it's like satire but still has an edge you know like it still has those like little scary jump scares and like all that and i always think to myself like if a movie makes me jealous that i was not in it that's a good ass movie if a movie makes me jealous that i didn't get to see it in a the movie theaters when it came out i'm jealous like you know what i mean like not, not i'm jealous like i am jealous but that means like That's a good movie to me. Like, I'm fucking with it. Like, you know what I mean? So scream. Mean girls. Like, if I didn't get to see that movie in the movie theater, like, that sucks. Cause that seems like an Why would you not want to be there? Like, to experience that for the first time with all these people. Like, you know what I mean? You're watching icons be icons. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. So if you don't know the movie Scream, um, it follows. Well, first, it starts off iconic with Casey Becker. <laughs> Still don't know if that's her last name. But it starts off with Casey Becker, Drew Barrymore with a call. And she's like, hello. And he's like, who's this? And she's like, who's this? And he's like, who's this? And she's like, you're calling me. And then I forgot what happens. But then she hangs up. And then she picks up again because he calls again. And she's like, you know, there's dating lines for this. And hangs up and blah blah. I just want to talk. What's your favorite scary movie? Iconic line. This bitch gonna say Halloween. Um which I don't follow her for. Like Halloween's cool whatever, but girl he got you cuz he said nightmare on Elm street and that's kind of better to me. So, anyway. Um I just love how that movie starts off and I love how the promotion of that movie um the from the photos from um from everything from press, from interviews. Drew Barrymore was, like, front and cent- center with um Nev Campbell and with David Arquette and with Courtney Cox, with the rest of them, as if she was going to be in the movie for the whole running. Like, when I tell you she was in this movie for... I don't even want to give her 20 minutes. Like, 15? 10? I- I'm going to give her 15, because 10 seems really quick. Like, 10 minutes can pass by quick. But I'm not giving her 20, because 20... By 20 minutes, she she's hung up on that tree and her mom is screaming to the top of her lungs like you know what i mean like her her, her screen time is done so i love that like it really i know that really would have gagged me in real time watching the movie theaters and be like what she's not she's she's dead like for real she's dead like it's not some dream like she's dead like they literally just killed off the main girl in 15 minutes you know what i mean so i thought and yeah, so they kill her off. Uh, everybody goes to school the next day. Like, oh my god, you heard Casey, Casey got fucking slaughtered, bro. And that's when we get introduced to like Nev Campbell and Rose McGowan, my queen. Um. And who else? <laughs> Skeet Ulrich, um, Matthew Lillard. You know, just the icons that we know today. Matthew Lillard, as in Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Skeet Ulrich, if y'all niggas watch Riverdale. Not saying that's all he's iconic for, cause Scream Alone like is iconic you know what i mean for him uh rose mcgowan from many things jawbreaker this movie alone um what's it called um oh my god death proof uh one of my favorite movies of all time if you know me you know that already but now you know if you didn't know me <laughs> but yeah so it follows um nev campbell sydney prescott and basically she's next bro like she can feel it her house been broken into and mad niggas in her life look suspicious. Like, her boyfriend looks sus. Her friend kind of looks sus. Um, her boyfriend's friend kind of looks sus. Everybody kind of looks sus. Like, her dad looked a little sus. Like, he went out of town. And now the killings keep coming up. Meanwhile, he was... You know what? I'm not going to spoil too much. Because I'm hoping that everyone that is watching me has seen this movie. Like, come on now. It's kind of a classic. It is a classic to me. But, um long story short iconic the killer gets found out and one thing about the screen franchise the killer is always someone related to sydney prescott and i don't mean by blood sometimes <laughs> like you know what i mean like it, you know what i mean like she know she knows that nigga like somehow she knows that person so i think that's always cool because that makes it scarier like why are you after me bro like why are you after me like if I take that mask off and it's somebody that I know, it's going to be a problem, for real. Like It's really going to be a problem because now I'm the scary... Like, now you got to watch out for me because this... Are you insane? Are you dumb? And it's like there are reasonings to be stupid, too. Like, damn, you could be mad, but you want to kill me? All right. Anyway, you, you're you going to make me scared to pick up the phone and be like, hello? Like, we don't got landlines anymore, but like... an unknown number an unknown number on my iphone no because you got me terrified now and i can't like you have too much power over me and if you know me like if you literally know me you're the killer you know me that's not funny like you got me looking stupid and crazy and silly like fuck you (laughs) so that's scream i'm not gonna get into it any more than i already did because i feel like i did too many spoilers i am king of telling too much in a story ask anybody next is black swan um, I don't care what any of y'all say that movie is iconic it is it is a horror like it's a it's a psychological horror and I th- like heavy on the psychological less on the actual horror depending on who you are when I first watched it it did scare me a little bit because I think it hit home a little bit like if you don't know I did do ballet for four years Um, I was young as fuck so like I don't know. I always like discredit myself for that because I'm like, I was young. Like, was I really doing ballet? But I was. Like, I I was doing ballet. Like, am I as trained as the people still doing it? Of course not. But like, I know what it feels like to like. Like, ballet is a strict art to master. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to even just do for fun. Like, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's precise. It's on point. It's like you know. It's, ac Oh my god! I'm saying it's accurate. What does that mean? anyway but yeah black swan falls. this girl named nina i think that's her name shit my memory bro like i haven't watched the movie in, probably like in a year because I, I love going back to it but i haven't gone back in a while but um she's played by um natalie portman love natalie portman um yes love her she eats and everything that she does and she ate the down on this and i forgot who was supposed to be I might be wrong, but I think Brittany Murphy was supposed to be Black Swan? No. No, no, yeah, I I think I'm fully right. And that hurts, because I love Brittany Murphy, like, down. I love Brittany Murphy down. Like, she was my everything at some point. Uh, Like, literally, like, anyway, I'm not gonna... I keep going on tangents about other people and other things and Christmas. Like, Christian, stay on topic, please. Anyway black swan following this girl nina who is troubled in many ways and a lot of it is not her fault she is a 20 something a a late 20 something year old i'm pretty sure she's either any any age from 25 to 27 still living in her childhood room um, with her mother her overbearing overprotective no privacy ass Wrinkled ass, scary ass, dumb bitch ass, Karen ass, mama. Sorry, she pissed me the fuck off, and I could never fuck with her. Like, I'm out of here. But I can see the psychological hold that she that she's put on her daughter. Um, and like, honestly, like, her mother to her is like her lord and savior. Sometimes, like, they you know they get into it maybe once or twice. But like, even that, like, girl, you could have did harder. You could have went, could have fucking, I don't know. But anyway, so she she's going to share home. She's great at ballet. She's she's really good. But I can you can tell she's that type of person where like she can always be better. She can always do this more. She can always be that. She can always you know, she's never good enough. Um, still a virgin, not an issue. But in this movie specifically, because this movie to me is very, Now, now hold on hold on, don't put a gun to my head because. I'm scared every time I say this word I get a little scared because I feel like I have so much to prove while saying it like I have to be correct but bear with me this movie is a psychological horror but it has a lot of like it's it's feminist (laughs) it's feminist like this movie is feminist because I feel like I feel like how do I say this same thing with like how get out is scary it's a psychological horror yes anybody can be scared of that but the fact that it's black cast and it's black like it's black storytelling it's 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 in a pov of a black man you know what i mean it it, it hits in one like it's like psychological horror is here horror is here but then it's like the horror that it is wrapped around that it's based on a black man you know what i'm trying to say Like, it has that extra edge to it that makes it super real. And I feel like with Black Swan, and, you know, don't come for me because I'm not a woman. And I would never know specifically what that feels like. But, you know, thinking about what ballet is like and how, how that shit works, that type of pressure and almost fear, on top of the psychological horror that the movie just gives alone, plus being a woman in... A competitive woman woman dominated dance do <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say like it has that edge in certain ways, and i'm I'll explain um, it's the fact that she keeps herself clean and like you know everything is all tidy and neat and that she's a virgin, and that she doesn't shy away from the innocent trope because of her mother because of the the because of ballet because ballet isn't a like you know what i mean it's not it's not a rambunctious and twerking i'm gonna call it a sport because damn near it is It it's it's like a it's a perfection type sport like you know what i mean like you, you you look a certain way you are a certain weight you you smile a certain way you show a certain emotion you know what i mean like it it it's to the t with ballet i feel like and not my stomach grumbling and I feel like all that added something. Something about that is feminist. Like I know I'm getting caught up. There's something about that is feminist. How her mother keeps her virginness and cleanness, and how there's that right. But then on the other side, she has her teacher, her male teacher, who has sexually. Um, harassed her multiple times who wants her to be innocent in dance but a whore for her for him you know what I mean and she's stuck in that middle ground because she only knows what her mother is forcing upon her and then she wants to impress and be with I guess she wants to impress and be with that man but she doesn't know how to if, if what she has to do is be a whore quote unquote you know what I mean? Which is still, like, the idea of being a whore. Like, ugh, like I, I I don't know how to explain it. Not saying that he's right in what he was doing because he's not at all. I hate that man. What he was doing to her psychologically and physically was not okay. Using his power dynamic in ballet to overthrow her and, like, almost tell her what to do and, like, you know, get his way with her in, in any way that he could was not okay. But the fact that, like, kissing and, like, flirting... Because in the beginning of the movie, I thought it was going to be um, innocent in a way. Like, I knew it was psychological horror. I knew it was going to go bad at some point. But I thought at some point she would get a silver lining. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he would be good. And the fact that he wasn't does not help her psyche at all. Because... Like I said, she's just stuck in the middle with being innocent and being praised like that in ballet and for her mom, but then be trying to be forced to be a whore for this man. Now, if she had a, a, a good man, ew, I hate that. If, if she had like someone that actually cared for her and wasn't going to force force herself and would tell her that she didn't have to be a whore, th- that being sexual with a man and showing love does not make you a whore. Like if that was told to her, the story would be told different and she would be different. But obviously, this is a horror movie, and things are not going to go right for the main woman character. Like it usually, you know, that's the trope. Like you know, if the if the woman is the final girl, you know she's going through shit. She is literally going through the mud, either physically or mentally, emotionally, everything. Because there's a lot of sexism. Sexism? No, that's not the word. Um, directors and storytellers are misogynist (laughs) and sexist. Like I would just say that because i'm not trying to fuck myself up using a big word but yeah um oh my god can y'all hear that i'm about to out my stomach hold on (laughs) not a bitch want to be silent anyway so yeah and then on top of that there's mila kunis she she adds into she her part in this movie to me is important because Here's a woman that's very fragile Nina. Very fragile, very stuck in her ways, very mentally stuck because of the two factors that I brought up before. And then she meets Mila Kunis, who obviously did not grow up the same way, who is more outgoing, Who who is more comfortable in her sexuality, is not, you know, is not afraid, and is better to, than Nina in ballet, it seems, like, to Nina, you know what I mean? like And... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm explaining it wrong, but I, I'm getting a point across on why this movie is so underrated to me because it's scary in a way that I feel like people overlook. Like real life, real life things, things are not supposed to be scary. Things are are not supposed to be scary, but are scary is my favorite type of horror because it hits you out of nowhere and it's unexpected, or it's like a slow burn. Like you know what I mean? Like you know it's going to be scary, but nothing compares to when it, it's actually happening and it's in the moment that you feel uncomfortable and you want to like turn the movie off and there's so many mo- there's so many movies like that yes but there's also so many moments in this specific movie that make me almost want to turn it off you know what i mean like and it honestly has nothing to do with anything i cu- i could have not been a dancer i could have not been like i'm i'm not even a female you know what i mean but to see what this woman is going through it just makes me feel uncomfortable i don't want anyone to feel this way you know what i mean so yeah very underrated scary movie <laughs> um or not honestly i'm just saying that because i say that for all movies that are like because i just want people to watch it or talk to me about it because obviously i like to fucking talk i'm running out of water this is bad i have some juice over here hold on okay not me moaning in the fucking mic hold on next movie is jennifer's body now hold on, let me take a sip for this, cause I'm a, I feel like I'm gonna talk a lot. Mm. Mm. I also forgot to say, before clicking, ooh, to watch my my podcast or listen to my podcast, grab a snack, grab some water, grab some juice, get some some chips. I don't know, get a meal, get whatever you want, but get comfy, get a pillow. You don't get situated because <clears throat> I'm going to talk. <laughs> so Jennifer's body. Um, before I even get to the movie itself, let's dissect the title. Jennifer's body. Like this movie is smart. It's genius. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I feel like I, I sound so dumb, but this movie is genius. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize it because I didn't realize it firsthand. But like as I when I watched it the first time, um, I think I was kind of like bored, bored. Honestly, I was like, oh, this this movie is like so um, what is the word? Male gaze, right? Like when like it's just appealing to the male audience <clears throat> because like, um, what's her name? Oh my God, Megan Fox. Like she's hot, and you know the the way they're showing certain things, blah blah, and the way she's talking, and the lesbian factor and that's what i was feeling the first time i watched it but um usually after i watch a movie um fun fact about me if i watch a movie the first time sometimes something in me just says okay let's watch it again and i'll watch it again so after the first watch and i was like oh like okay i was kind of bored that intrigued me some way to watch it again so i literally just clicked like play again and i started to realize hmm (laughs) Is this movie male gaze? Like, it's almost not, and I and I and I love that for I I love it because of that. Like, okay, I'm gonna do a quick summary of this movie. Jennifer Check, needy besties. Um, Jennifer is perceived as this very overconfident, pretty popular girl best friends with needy needy is the opposite needy they have this relationship that you know how some girls have the two best friend relationship where it's like oh so close They, they act like they're each other's boyfriend it's almost that type of relationship um but needy really has a real boyfriend um jennifer don't really fuck with him um long story short they go to this concert bad shit happens bad shit happens to jennifer jennifer changes jennifer is now a succubus she eats boys um yeah (laughs) and that's how the movie progresses and blah 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 yes 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 yes, yes, blah blah yeah i'm really trying not to spoil guys like i really want to try to be better at this um but yeah so why is this movie brilliant to me now if you have seen this movie there are certain scenes that you would just immediately think uh they're just appeasing to the to the male gaze The male audience is going to love this. These little preteen boys, these little teen boys, at the time, you know, they're going to love this. Adults are going to love this. Um, whatever. But as you, but really pay attention. I'm trying to think of the first scene where we, where it gives male gaze tease. (laughs) And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's a scene where, um, Jennifer is already a succubus and she's going to eat her first boy and she takes him to the woods. Now, from the second that she tells him that she's gonna go to the wood, they're gonna go to the woods, it clicked to me. It really clicked. It really clicked. Like this movie is is reeling these boys in because it's making these these boys and men watch this movie to tell y'all that y'all are dumb and delusional and silly and stupid. Now, listen to me. I don't remember what verbatim what she t- tells this boy. But it's a bullshit excuse why they're gonna go to the woods. Like she just wants to. Like she says something about making out. Like you know, blah blah. Like I feel so bad about like. Oh, cause like something happened. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil. I can't. But something happens. People die. Um, <laughs> this football jock guy is sad about it, and Jennifer uses his, you know, his emotions to play with him. So she's like, oh, like I feel so bad. Like mm. um, they go in the woods she tricks him to going into the woods like every if you if you watch the movie and look at all the scenarios where jennifer's about to eat one of these boys they're all in circumstances that anybody would look around and be like this is not safe the woods she takes you to the woods on a school day like you're in school and she takes you to the woods like like right now like like school is still in session and she and y'all walk to the woods oh, okay that's not sus Keep in mind, this is a scary movie, y'all. Think about it. Like, think about it. She's about to do something. Um, there's an abandoned house at nighttime. And she told the boy that, oh, we're going to meet at my house. But they meet there. And he don't care because she already told him that, like, she he already has the idea that he's going to have sex with her. An abandoned, what is that, like a pool area? Mind you, this is Needy's boyfriend. I spoiled, right? Damn. Anyway, that's Needy's boyfriend. Like, you know what I mean? and he will go with her after a few lies she told to this fucking abandoned pool that smell like shit got rubbish and, and, and garbage everywhere and you still going to go with her like it's funny when i when i watch it over and over again cuz it it is funny like these men are dumb and Jennifer has these men wrapped around her finger and it's honestly pleasing to watch because seeing idiot men die is it's it's fun i love it It, it's funny as fuck and there are multiple scenes where you think you're about to see all of megan fox but but you don't the scene in the fourth where she takes off her sweater where you can see her cleavage but her hair is over all of it when you when, when she's swimming in in the lake iconic scene where every time she swims up it looks like she's gonna go too far up or we're gonna see too much cleavage but she doesn't and she stays in the water and the water is misty but it looks clear when it's up close but you still don't see nothing when she gets out the water all you see is desired parts of a woman that men usually care for her hair and her face her neck her feet her legs but nothing else the only time we see a full silhouette of her is because it's only a silhouette in the shadow when she's eating a boy and she's fully clothed you can see that she's still got her booty shorts on and her tank top her crop tank top like this movie mm -mm, mm-mm mm-mm this movie is smart, <laughs> and it's underrated for that for that aspect alone. Because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. I, I feel like people still watch it as a a cute little horror movie with lesbian aspect, which I didn't even get into. This movie came out what two thousand eight, two thousand nine, with two, with 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 a with a lesbian factor. I don't care if if it, if it seemed like the lesbian um aspects in the movies were we didn't know if it was real or not or like if it mattered if it was just a sequence if she was taking over needy's body blah blah but like i don't know i think that's a little taboo in that time and that makes it even more iconic like what like what's going on like that had the men okay of course that had the men up and at them like they were they were excited but it still didn't even give all they were supposed to get for a lesbian scene it still played on the like you're not getting all of this this movie is not for you you know what i mean i feel like this that, that that's a great movie targeted for teenage girls and younger women like use these men because at any chance as you will see if you watch the movie those men are going to use you so get get in front of the line get ahead of them like come on come on let's think smart let's have a little fun while we're doing it let's look good while we're doing it and let's not give a fuck when it happens either, like succub- succubus or not. Jennifer Check already had that attitude. She didn't give a fuck. She knew she was pretty. She knew she was popular. She knew she was all that. She was barely humble, and that's the type of energy I'm here for. Like, so to see her also eat boys at that, perfect movie. Ten out of ten. The acting is great. The acting is funny. The acting was a little ahead of the time, especially on Megan's um side because i feel like she talks and she's acting like a lot how a lot of girls try to act and talk now yeah so th- that that's what i have to say about jennifer's body i love that movie 10 out of 10 please watch if you haven't because i'm gonna be honest i was late to that train it came out in 2009 or 2008 i can't remember um i only just saw that movie for the first time like right before uh covid like right before we got we were in quarantine all that that was the first time i watched that movie ever (coughs) because yeah i kind of just forgot about the movie always thought i did watch it but when i watched it for the first time i was like nah i never saw this movie i definitely never saw this movie but um yes and the last movie i'm gonna talk about i'm gonna make it really quick because yeah i'm gonna make it really quick (laughs) is the descent um i just watched this movie recently with my friends and it was great i didn't expect it to be that great i didn't expect it to be scary but i kind of jumped a little because it did have aspects in the movie that i do not fuck with if you know me i don't fuck with these things in real life i don't fuck with these things in movies it could it could be a happy-go-lucky movie but if it well it can't be a happy-go-lucky movie and it happens to happen but <laughs> i don't fuck with neck slicing i don't fuck with eye shit I don't fuck with ear shit. I don't fuck with, like, that shit. I don't fuck with skin shit, like, like skin being taken off. Like, that shit to me is absolutely, like, I would not wish that were my worst enemy. Like, no. Like, that shit is disgusting and scary to me. And it's like, wow, like, you just got poked in the eye. They just took your eye out. Like, I, I still cannot watch that Kill Bill scene where, where, where she, mm-mm, mm-mm, where she snatched that eye out no and when she snatched the other one mm, mm -mm. that's sick like that's sick with your bare hand and those hands were dirty too they were they were scuffling and tussling and all that in that dirt in that house in that trailer park are you gonna snatch her eye out i'm looking at you sideways because i know she can't because she don't got no eyes she can't look at you sideways she's on on the floor scrambling you had her fucked up you had her fucked up uma thurman i can't i can't with you but I love with Thurman. And guess what I just did? I did another rant about another movie that we're not talking about. But yeah, The Descent. Love that movie. It's basically about these girls that like to, that to like, ooh, that like to splunk, um, which is cave exploring. Um, another thing I'm not fucking with, you would never catch me splunking. Um, the fuck? That That's just, I don't care to be inside the earth. Like, what the fuck am I telling you? Oh, it's dry down there. Oh, it's wet down there. Oh. But in their case, they're saying, oh, it's, it's beautiful down there. Oh, it's wet down there. Oh, there are other species down there that are killing animals and killing people. <sighs> I think it's underrated. Um, first of all, everyone's British. Sorry, I love it. A lot. Quite brilliant. Um, <laughs> my accent is shit. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. I honestly don't want to get in too much about this movie at all. Because I just want to like, say it to... So that everyone can hear The Descent. So you might want to watch it. Because it's great. And I love the cover art. Love the cover art. Let me know if you love the cover art. (laughs) Let me know, honestly, how you feel about any of these movies I've talked about. Um, Tell me how you you love Scream. Or if you didn't like it. Or Black Swan. Or how you didn't like it. Or Jennifer's Body. Or how you didn't like it. Or The Descent. Or how you didn't like it. Or if you did like it. Or if it scared you. Or if that scene where something happens with someone's eye is fucking disgusting like it is to me because it definitely mm oh and one thing about me i always know when those scenes are coming like when that happened i already dodged it and my friend was like how did you know that was gonna happen i was like it's too obvious it's too obvious an eye poke out scene and eye stab is always too much oh and neck snapping bro that's probably above it all you're snapping my neck and we're not, and it's not, like, a massage. We're not doing, you're not a chiropractor? I literally forgot the word. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Oh, my God. If you're watching me, you saw the fucking fear in my eyes. But, yeah, that shit I'm not fucking with either. <clears throat> Damn, sorry for the cough right in the mic. But, um, yeah, that's really how I'm going to wrap up this horror talk. Some underrated movies. You got to figure out what i'm all about why i'm starting this hopefully i'm not talking too fast um i'm really trying to bring that shit down i'm not trying to be like james charles or fucking trisha paytas i'm trying to breathe talk casual i don't know how my friends do it because like like i talk fucking fast but anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna end this podcast with it's gonna be really quick, cause I'm gonna keep it cute and I'm gonna keep it simple. This astral world shit. It's November tenth. Um, I don't know when this happened. Like, Saturday. I I really don't know, cause I I was talking to my cousin and we were both just like, I honestly didn't know about this event until, like, I woke up the next day and they're talking about people died and shit like that. First of all, rest in peace to everyone that lost their life unnecessarily um i'm so sorry like what the fuck like that's crazy and it, it honestly really did not have to happen like multiple niggas need to be held responsible like travis scott you're at the top of the list like i keep seeing shit as the days go by how you just didn't give a fuck and you continue not to give a fuck with that stupid ass Black and white, rubbing the head, dandruff coming off the fucking head. Ass apology on Instagram, like that shit was crazy. Like niggas really think because you rub your forehead a few times that what you're sorry and it's sincere. Where's the money that you you could donate to the funerals to anything? Because I know there's GoFundMes up. Like I, I shout out to Roddy Rich who gave what I think all of his like earnings from the show to um. The people that like lost their lives family and stuff like that like that's how you do it it's not even his fucking like that's not his event like you know what i mean like it don't even have to be your event but niggas still have empathy like it just looks like travis Scott has no empathy whatsoever the apology was bullshit and i'm tired of seeing every single day on twitter on instagram niggas defending him like i like even when, like, I'm being so serious. Even when someone is right, like a celebrity is right, I'm not going out of my way to defend them that fucking big. You know why? I don't know them. I don't know him or her. I don't know them. Like, that looks group. You're a groupie. Like, you're a groupie. You're a follower. You're, you're, you're too. Your mind is clouded by the fucking music. Which that's another thing. I didn't know niggas were, were, were full out raging to Travis Scott. And of all albums, Astro World, his most like honestly most pop rap album to me, like it's not even giving rage. Like, ugh, leave the rage to the, to to the people that listen to fucking screamo and rock and shit like that. Because they at least when they're fucking mosh pitting and shit like that, niggas still got respect. Because I've been to I've been to a mosh pit before and I've been pushing around. Obviously, it's it's given. You're in a mosh pit. You know what you're getting into. That's another thing. Have these people in in that crowd Sally, the ones that were dying it is that what they knew they were getting themselves into sorry i answered the question no because last time i checked a 10 year old lost his life like 10. like i feel like i'm just really like amped up and pissed about the situation so much because 10 is too close to 12 and 12 is how old my sister is like you know what i mean like i'll be damned if my sister's gonna go to a concert and she gets stomped out like no, niggas need to be held accountable. Why was this promoted as if it was supposed to be, like, kid-friendly? A security guard in- got injected with drugs. Someone brought a needle and injected them in their neck. What? Obviously, we didn't know this shit was going to happen, but obviously there could have been, like, things set in place so people could have felt safe because people were not feeling safe when they stepped in. People talking about it felt like a, he- a concert from hell. What? There was too many people. Niggas stopped checking wristbands. So anybody was going to be going to get going to get in. So if that's not bad enough, niggas broke down the gate and even more niggas coming in. Uh, what's happening? Like no, like this I guess it's part of this this rage shit. Like niggas just got mad rage and doing shit for clout and just like acting rowdy for no fucking reason. Like you don't feel dumb that you're doing all this for Travis Scott? The same man that got super pissed when someone mistaken for asap rocky talk about there's no is no, not no asap rocky nigga like and nobody flinched nobody moved a muscle like you're not scary i never got the influence you had on these uh, on these fans like i only started with you from astro but that's no more kylie i got a problem with you too because apparently everybody talking about you had more security than the security at the event period what and apparently i had ambulance standby for for, for the celebrities Oh, because they're they're at stake when they're on a stage by themselves. It'll be them and the people in in a DJ or whatever, or 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 the fucking the people playing the fucking music. Like, <sighs> that shit is stupid. That shit is really stupid. I I like, I really wish that that whole day never happened. I feel so bad. Like, niggas were getting trampled. He asked like, what's going on multiple people telling you that people are fainting people got trampled people are unconscious i didn't hear a response back to what those people were saying but your response was big enough when you continued to play your venue you you you, like you performed i don't know if it was full out i don't know if niggas tried to stop you because honestly i'm just seeing what i see on social media and I don't want to hear people talking about, oh, because you don't, like, like that's not the full story. Because, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Like, I don't have to look at the, I don't have to know the full story to know that at the end of the day, people got hurt and people died. And that the people, the biggest people in those areas are still not doing the shit they're supposed to be doing. Again, shout out to Roddy Rich <laughs> Because, like, niggas don't feel bad anymore. Is that, is that part of the rage? Is that part of the party never ends? Antics because the party never really did end. Because I just found out that last night. Because academics are gonna post, oh, like there was an after party at Dave and Buster's, and Travis was there. And then when Travis found out that people were getting hurt and it was bad and people died, that oh, he left, like he stopped it. How dumb do I look to be like, oh, but at least he went home. Oh, look, guys, he did feel bad. Um, yeah, after he was playing fucking foosball like trading in his fucking tickets for a fucking teddy bear yeah like fuck you doing that dave and busters like you look stupid like oh my god it it, like it's so unnecessary and this didn't have to happen and i can't stress enough how like this festival was shit this festival was shit complete and utter shit like there, I, I bet there were good moments. Everyone loved when SZA was out, blah, blah, yes. And, like, her performance was great. And it was calm for other... Like, that's the thing. It was calm for every performance but Travis. Travis, you are the problem. You over here, you and Kylie deleting Insta in stories. We saw that, bitch. We saw that, Kylie. Like, we saw you deleting it. Like you're not slick and what makes it even worse is that you delete only that one story where where we can visibly see like ambulance and people in despair but you keep all the other posts up as if the whole night was good as a whole and nothing happened you're a mother now (laughs) like you're a mother now where is your empathy where's this you don't care stormy in, in a few years she could have been that 10 year old you know what i mean like and I'm not sure, this is not a stretch. Like, this is just that people need to think about when chilly this happens. It should be a no brainer. Like, I promise you, if I was one of those rich ass celebrities there, like, I'm doing the utmost. You know what I mean? Like, people died. People were not supposed to be dying at a fucking festival. Like, and I can't fuck all those people that that posted the same day and the day after talking about, oh, the party never ends, or um fuck the club up, like, just stupid-ass lyrics to his fucking music, knowing damn well that people got injured or fucking... Or, or, or died, like, my God. It's sick, it's sick. But I really don't want to end this podcast, this first podcast, on a super negative note. Um... I'm just gonna wrap it up by saying <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. I love you guys. I love you guys for um supporting me. You know, whether it's five people or there's ten people or it's one person, I really appreciate it because yeah, it's something I really can see myself doing for a while and staying busy and I honestly enjoy just talking to the camera and like speaking on a microphone. It feels like I'm on FaceTime with a friend. Um so yeah. Um, yeah, I'm out of here. (laughs) Bye.